Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Jake here. Uh, thanks for joining us for episode two of Dynamite Nunchucks. Just want to give you a quick disclaimer here. Uh, this was the first episode we taped with some new equipment that I got that I was still kind of getting a feel for. So the audio in this one is a little bit uh, fuzzy at times. But uh, bear with us. It's going to get better, of course. So, yeah, thanks for sticking with it and enjoy the show. Welcome back to this episode of Serial on NPR. No, I'm just kidding. You're, uh, you're listening to Dynamite Nunchucks. Hey, that almost sounded like we practiced that shit. That was good. I great. know. But yeah, you're listening to episode two of Dynamite Nunchucks, and that's pretty fucking cool of you, honestly. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, that's re- fucking rad. Um, it was a, a balmy 80 degrees when we taped the first episode. Yeah, real sweaty balls, another frozen... <laughs> Now it is a it's a, a brisk seven degrees outside. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, we had a bit of a gap between taping the first one and this one, but we're we're on it now. We did it. Yeah, we got a new board. Uh, Jake just ate a bunch of soup. Yeah, no, and I ate too much soup. I got soup belly now. Yeah, we're both just gonna be <laughs> fucking real gassy as shit through this whole podcast. So thanks for uh, bearing with us, guys. <laughs> the first one was rad, but then they just kept making dad noises the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of broccoli burps coming from these guys. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Uh, I don't know what you been up to, buddy? It's been uh, a minute. Just, uh, just trying to get by. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can go play a little hockey tonight. Yeah? I am, yeah. After this, uh, I'm going to go play with uh, another comedian. Shout out to uh, uh, Brooks out there. Brooks, uh, he's one of the boys. We'll, uh, we'll have him on here at some point. Yeah, we'll get, him. we'll get him on there. I, I told him this was super top secret, like this... Uh, like, like, we got some fucking classified information on this podcast. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I was like, don't worry about it, man. We'll, I'll see you at the face-off circle. <laughs> Top secret. We did kickflips. Neither of us can kickflip. No. <laughs> I might be able to still. If not, I'm just going to hurt my knees. I can guarantee you I can't. You, you, you're the one that has the skateboard, too. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know how that came to be. It just showed up in my apartment. I like that you ride a skateboard that's also too small for you. Well, you know. <laughs> Riding like a 7.25 or something. Which, some actually, now that I think about it, I got it from my brother, who's bigger than me. Then maybe he's just like, it's like one of those tech decks, but for people. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what are we getting into today, man? Um, I guess, I guess uh, how do I put this? It's, I guess, to kind of just understand why this show is about what it's about yeah i guess we kind of go into who we are as people (laughs) yeah it's we're gonna get this audio only format to get you guys a nice tight visual over at home yeah or at work or in your car or wherever you're listening to this thing right now (laughs) but no it's um we are we we coined a term for what we are. I don't think anyone else has used this term. You want me to say it? Yeah, go yes, for it. Yes, X Games Rednecks, man. Yeah, we are, uh, as as we like to put, X Games Rednecks, and it's a I. Uh, it's hard to explain. It's just a dirty energy drink can that came to life <laughs> that tries to do stuff. Maybe he'll fight his dad later. But yeah, he'll probably lose and then win later and put him in a home or something. Yeah, I don't know, like. 
like I guess like what's your background in being a rad dude? <laughs> being a rad dude. Um, okay, single parent household raised by uh, my mom and cable TV. So we had a lot of. Like, man, we had some good stuff. Like, when ESPN started putting all the extreme sports on, I was just fascinated with it. So I would just sit on my summer vacations or before that, and then I got a pair of rollerblades. And then they had, do you remember uh, remember Beach League Hockey? Do you remember that? Vaguely. Okay, so this was on ESPN. I don't know if it was on two or I don't know if they had three then. So this is like 94. This sounds like some ESPN 6 shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Ocho. It's going to be on the Ocho later. <laughs> Pulling it up. But no, man. Uh, Beach League Hockey. This was like basically my introduction before I found like skateboarding and Tony Hawk and all that stuff because they would have Beach League Hockey out in the morning and I would eat my cereal. I still remember we had this uh, we had this real ugly brown carpeting in the, the front room of our house. And uh, I would sit there, I would eat my bowl of cereal, and I would watch Beach League Hockey, and it was roller hockey, but the behind the net, so instead of traditional boards, it was a quarter pipe. So you would go up, and it's, they would play with a ball and not a puck. So if you missed, and it, it was dope because if you had a bunch of speed, you could, like, carve around. Motherfuckers would get air and stuff like that with a <laughs> hockey stick. I saw so many people crash into that net, and it was funny because it's a lot of, like, retired NHL dudes that moved to California to play in these leagues. And then it was just a bunch of beach bums that also played in these leagues. God, that sounds like something Vince McMahon came up with. That No, that sounds like, yeah, that's like the XFL. What if it's like hockey, but it's on the beach? <laughs> that's my Vince McMahon. And then I found, you know, everybody got a skateboard. You know, Tony Hawk took the world by storm in the 90s. And then um, I always skateboarded and rollerbladed. I rollerbladed more. I rollerbladed a lot. But skateboarding was always a big part of it. But it's like when you're one of those kids and you're always out on the street, you're going to the skate park, you know, you're a kid. You don't have a car, so you got your bike. If your bike gets stolen, uh, you got your rollerblades or you have your skateboard and you're just riding around and you get into trouble and you're just trying to, I don't know, find shit to skate. And you just end up like bonfires in backyards and it's a lot of like, hey, let's build a ramp out of this old... uh, two by four and some plywood that we found in your dad's garage that's very x games redneck ish yeah no i'd agree with that we uh we definitely built our share of ramps we had one guy with a cool dad who did that um it's weird because like i also rollerblading was like my Mm go-to just because that's the one that all my friends did but i was bad (laughs) (laughs) They, we would, uh, all right, my friend Casey, his mom would take us to the skate park, and my mother, who would make me wear a white Bell bicycle helmet. Oh, and there's nothing more <laughs> rad than seeing a kid on fucking wreck blades and a Bell bike helmet. I had K2s, very unwarranted. I did not deserve them. K2s were good. I had a pair of K2s. I had Backyard Bobs. That's a shout out for anybody that rollerbladed back in the day. Backyard Bobs, man. Ooh, there you go. But no, I... <laughs> It's just a, a white. I was so embarrassed by that helmet, and my mom would just refuse to buy me a skate helmet. And I was like, "Mom, come on!" She'd be like, "No, you have a helmet. It's a helmet." It's a very mom thing to do. Too. I know. <laughs> you were like the you were like the nerdy kid in Rocket Power. I was. You were squid. I was the squid were, of my group. <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel I still carry that energy to this day. <laughs> it's very true. We make fun of him a lot. <laughs> 
I mean, I got winded just going to downstairs to get you. Yeah, he let me in. And where he's setting up the podcast, uh, I don't know what this thing is, a board. And he's just, I'm like, you, you okay? He goes, yeah, I've just been running around a bit. I'm like, you just let me in the house. <laughs> I think the soup has something to do with it. The too. soup head, yeah. The soup's weighing you down. I don't. It was a thick, it was a rich soup. Thick, that thick boy soup, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I got to stop doing the store-bought soups. Those are bad for you-ish. I mean, it's still soup. It's good. I don't know. My roommate, Alex Stein, made a delicious like chicken tortellini soup. And he let me and my other roommate, Tim, have some. And we were very... Uh, he, he shouldn't have been that generous. <laughs> So you guys, you guys knocked out his soup, is what you're trying to say. A good chunk of it, yeah. yeah. Way to go. It was delicious. I'll give him compliments about it until we move out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to fucking move again. I, I hate it's. I move every year, and I'm done with it. Yeah, you should really stop doing that. I know. That's. I think. I think I got a good situation right now. I'm gonna stay where I'm at. But yeah, people who don't live in Chicago. Uh, that's just something that happens sometimes. Like the slightest thing, you're like, ah, god damn it, now I gotta move. No, that's you. That's a you thing. I mean, a lot of the times, if it, if it happens to anyone else, it's because their rent went up. Look at Navek. They lit his kitchen on fire, and he's like, I'm just gonna stay in my room. <laughs> Shout out Navek. Yeah, what's up, buddy? We love you. Um, but no, what I. Like I yeah I rollerbladed for a little bit. Uh, I had a BMX bike, didn't do much with it. Uh, but I was one of those kids who had a rich uncle, which means my cousins had dirt bikes. Ooh, dirt bikes! <laughs> yeah, no, we had uh, you know growing up like my we had, had dirt bikes, mini bikes. We would do stuff we shouldn't have done with a golf cart. That's th- that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to try to jump a golf cart in your youth. Yeah. If you haven't done that, you haven't lived. It's... Also, for the listeners out there, that wasn't... Jake didn't just pull up on a dirt bike. That was me. I was just doing a little sound effect. You know, I'm like the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> I'm not getting. I'm not doing motocross in my dining room. Yeah, my, co- my cousins had dirt bikes. Ooh, they, they were yeah. fun. They lived in the middle of nowhere, too. Yeah, so you were like, dirt bike cousins. Yeah, man. So you'd go out, and I'm like... Oh, he says, get out of the city so, uh, you know, you don't get into any trouble. It's like, I'm going to get into trouble with some of these hillbillies yeah. and just have fun, rip through cornfields out in Ottawa, Illinois. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was just uh, not too far from that over in Manuka, Illinois, uh, a smaller farm town. So I was, but it was like getting developed when I moved there. So I was redneck adjacent. Yeah. There's also lack of rules when it's a, a town is just developing. Yeah, and we were a very unfinished subdivision. So this is a lot of dirt. <laughs> it's a, uh, this isn't a full cul-de-sac. It's more like a cul-de-quarter pipe. Yeah, pretty much. But, like you know, we had kids with dirt bikes and quads who would go, you know, they had these giant dirt mounds that they were just keeping the dirt off to the side. Oh, and, uh, dude. That became our playground. Yeah. And, like, I remember when we... I, I always wanted to be good at BMX, but I wasn't. I was really bad at it. But I liked I liked BMX racing because I was... Uh, we didn't grow up a lot of money, so we had a lot of, like, 
the eighties were a big part of my life, even though I was born in 89 and I grew up in the nineties, still watched a lot of that eighties centric stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had a cousin that was real into BMX racing. Mm-hmm. And I remember like me and my friends, we would go and we would build dirt jumps underneath like bridge overpasses and like the homeless people would be so mad at us because like they thought we were making them beds and we're like, no, these are our jumps. Just <laughs> being dickhead kids, jumping homeless people. Like if I could go back and just talk to myself and be like, don't displace the homeless people, you little shithead. As I say, I think that was our jerk off of the week in the first episode. Yeah. Kids who do that. Yeah. I saw, I saw like one of my childhood friends, Bill, I saw him bar spin a bum and it was like, he was a legend, immediate legend. Oh my God. Called him bar spin Bill. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I don't know, winter would come and then the rednecks who had the four wheelers would bust out the snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a real cool concussion from that. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, so it was a, uh, they called a snow day when I was in school. I had to have been like seventh, eighth grade, maybe. Oh, that's prime snow day season two. Uh, Redneck Tim brought out his snow, his snowmobile, and they tied a sled to the back. Oh, uh, immediate fun! Oh, the best! Yeah, so good. Um, I was on back. My buddy Mike was uh, up top driving. Carved a turn real hard, and you know how physics work. Yeah, you rode the big wave that you couldn't handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I caught a curb, jumped the lip, and uh. Took a header right in one of those olive green power boxes. Oh man, yeah, those. There, there's no give in those. Nah, that's. They are uh, unstoppable force, immovable objects. Would have been great if you knocked out the power, though. That would have been fun. Knocked himself out, <laughs> knocked out the whole block. <laughs> Except, of course, the the engine was so goddamn loud. Uh, they got about eight blocks before they realized that was going. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing back there, Jake? <laughs> just legs over a fucking power box just yep. okay yeah and then uh what else you know snow like those just shitty plastic snowboards oh no see we didn't fuck with those you didn't fuck with no, those oh man so what we would do is we would take like crisco and cooking oil and we take the trucks off a of skateboard Snow skate because we had a real nice skate park by the area that I grew up in. Shout out to Burbank Skate Park over on uh, it's like 79th and Narragansett, basically childhood home. Yeah, the place raised me. Shout out to Frankfurt. We had a pretty uh, solid park by my intermediate school. I've been to that one before. That's a good with the, with the black ramps. Yeah, yeah, that's a good park. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a kid like sixth grade already doing like Christ airs over the Jesus box and Christ. Like, what the shit yeah dude suburban kids get real you know a lot of people want to make fun of suburban kids for being suburban guess what they got nothing to do so they're gonna get really good at skateboarding really fucking fast that's yeah. why they're all in the Olympics at 13 years old now speaking of the uh, being across the street from that school <laughs> I feel like I should bring up something that I've been trying to make work on stage I, I, I'm getting there uh, <laughs> we're, going right, we're going into bits already? Jesus. Well, no. We, I'm just kidding. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, so the World Series of 2019 happened recently. <laughs> this is good. And uh, something happened on Game 5. Turn up your squawk boxes, folks. Jake's got big news. <laughs> and I know like a lot of people listen to me like, uh, Trump got booed. And I'm like, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. But... 
Something better happened. Talk about the two 12-inch softballs. <laughs> Actually, the four. A couple two or three chicks flashed their cans behind the home plate, got on the TV. Yeah, another banned for life from the world. They're banned from baseball. That's something you can only do with steroids and boobs are what get you banned from baseball now. <laughs> but I uh, later on uh, saw news reports and did some pervert research. And found out one of the three women involved uh, was the girl I had a crush on at that school. Fucking great. Uh, Funniest part, she was, uh, in terms of the actual event, she was blocked by some old dude who was standing up. Oh, boo that old man. Yeah, boo that old man. But by the way, did you already go to your 10-year high school reunion? No. See, what happened is I, I went to this school and then moved. Oh, boo. You should crash that reunion and be like, where's that chick with the cans that was on TV? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I seen your cans on the internet. <laughs> All right, we got a downshift. This is getting real creepy real fast. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, one thing, I want to reel it back, though. You were talking about winter, like winter X Games Redneck stuff. We did two things. So I was talking about taking the trucks off of a skateboard. We found out that there's actual things called snow skates where you can do skate. It's, it's made of like plastic and it's got like foam grip tape and you can it's like it's made for skateboarding on the snow. Mm-hmm. They're so much fucking fun. We would take those to the skate park because the skate park where I grew up, at, it was a bowl and it had rails and boxes. So basically we would just pack the fucking uh, pack the snow and we would just basically make a snow skate park and it was so much fun the other thing that we would do is like all of us you know we would take cta all the time like growing up in chicago you'd sketch and they just hold the bumper of a bus oh shit and just like let the ice and the snow like let let, let it just take you that's it was fucking rad dangerous as shit i can't <laughs> believe no one died yeah no we just had those like real shitty Plastic snowboards that you got at like Toys R Us. Oh yeah, the Walmart specials. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. And uh, we did some real damage with those on on hills that were supposed to be for like family sledding. No, oh, I just lo- a bunch of teenage degenerates. Yep, I loved going to like the sled hill and just seeing all the kids that were just trying to get rad, and they just the, the, those boards wouldn't move. They would just collect the snow underneath it. I think of the handful of concussions I've gotten, mm-hmm. a good 80% of them have involved sleds or snowboards. That'll do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a... It had to have been like right, at, like right out of high school or senior year. Um, my buddy, uh, another guy named Jake, he went carving down on one of these snowboards, uh, took a bad spill gets up he's like yeah I feel a little lightheaded guys i was like well why don't you like take your gear off and kind of chill a bit so he takes his hat off takes one glove off takes the other glove off and just uh oh broken finger for for those that can't see listening to a podcast <laughs> jake mimicked a broken finger yeah no his pinky looked like a fucking weird shaped cheeto Ooh, yeah that's not good yeah crunchy cheeto no Ugh. good and just, I ended up having to be the one that took me to the hospital and just slowly, slowly got more like, I don't feel so good. Oh, what a wiener. You should have just pulled it back and been like, grow up. Yeah, right. Uh, you ever reset a bone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... I've reset my nose by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that plenty I've of had times. a couple broken fingers that I've reset. Broke my thumb once and reset that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've popped my shoulder out of the socket a couple times and popped it back in. Yeah. Um, I've, I think I've broken every toe I have. Yeah, I've broken every toe at least once. Yeah, I've got a lot of I got a lot of real dumb injuries. I, I broke my ankle once, and they had to. Like I went to the emergency room straight from where we were skating, and they cut my skate off. Whoa! Dang. I was pissed. They were nice skates too. Oh, weren't even that old. They weren't the K twos, were they? No. Ah. Nicer, much, much nicer. I Ooh. spent a couple nickels on them. Ah, damn. Yeah. Um, you're a hockey player. Any uh, any dental work? Any chip teeth? Eh, here and there. I mean, I I played for a little while. I got a couple funky teeth, but nothing nothing real bad. Um. That I really want to talk about. Yeah. Just I've 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 gotten more damage to like my lip and underneath my eye. Now when I play, I wear a full cage because I have insurance. But like with doing comedy, it's kind of hard to tell jokes when you got a big old fat face and people are like, "What's up with your face?" And that doesn't work out well. I got pucked. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it was kind of a lot of that growing up. Uh. But also. Just being dumb musicians. Mm-hmm. That was I was in. I guess I would say two, three attempts at bands. <laughs> uh, two of them getting, you know, to the point where they were like playing shows. Yeah. Didn't get as far as you. Oh yeah, played the Metro. Yeah. Shout out to the Metro, one of the coolest venues in Chicago. I will say I did play the Congress Theater when that was still a thing. Through a guy who, uh, I would imagine people on this podcast who know who he is uh, will cringe at the name. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even give him, don't even give him the pleasure. Nah, if fuck you, that guy. If you were part of the music scene in the, in from like 2006 to like 2013, yeah. you know a dude, he sucks, lived in his venue, Allegedly banged a bunch of underage girls. He, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, I would not put it past him to be into be creeping. No, he looks like a creep. Yeah, uh, but I played a a festival that he threw on at the Congress, and it was one of those pay to play ones. Which, like, at the time, I was in an eight piece ska band, <laughs> so pay to play was nothing for us. Nothing says chasing your dreams like paying to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, take that, insert comedy club here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to that that initial comedy club. Yeah. Um, Gee, I couldn't see that one coming. I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, my music taste was, I found, I think I, I, I knocked over my dad's CD case once, and I found uh, Born to Run and Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good find. Yeah. And then, you know, I started playing the Tony Hawk games, which I don't want to go into too much detail about that because I think we're going to do an entire Yeah, we're going to talk, talk about Tony Hawk later. So if, for those that are going to keep listening to this uh, catalog, we're going to talk about, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to like tease it that much, but I mean, Tony Hawk changed um, music for our generation. We're millennials, yeah. and that shit changed uh, the way that we consume music, the way the type of music that we listen to. But we're going to get into that later. Yeah, it basically became just like something... The music from those things is something I always, like, came back to. Oh, dude, I still listen to it. 
Oh, now more than ever. To this day, like, thank God for Spotify playlists. Mm -hmm. They have every single one of them, and there's not a bad song on any Tony Hawk game. No. Even Chad Muska getting thrown in the mix. (laughs) The skater's like, I'm going to rap, but I'm going to make my own beats and rap and whatever, man. He made his own flip trick. Like, let the dude do whatever the fuck he wants. That just reminds me of the beginning of uh, The First Thug. <laughs> now every every Christmas morning I'll I'll text uh, my one buddy back in Frankfurt. I just text him a, uh, a gif of Chad Muska from that game. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that Muska popped up on uh, uh, what's that uh, what's that Thrasher challenge? Thrasher. Oh uh, fuck! I don't. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Kinda. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know the name of it, but like I vaguely know what you're talking about. It's gonna drive me insane. Okay. All right. We've got our first. Our first bit of research. King of the Road. I think it's King of the Road. Yeah, King of the Road. Yeah. Wait, no. No, not King of the Road. Dime Glory. Thrasher. Don't worry about this dead air, folks. It's just me trying to <laughs> Google shit with my fat ass thumbs. <laughs> Hey, um, we're not quite to the break yet, but I do want to say uh, the featured band today is uh, some awesome friends of ours, Bosley Jr. Oh, yeah. Just put out an awesome new P, uh, EP that uh, we're going to play a little bit of in a second here. King of the Road. It was King it of the Road. It was King of the Road. Okay. He popped up on the last one. And if you get a chance, go check out the the most recent King of the Road. It was on Vice. But it was very well documented. It also had some of the best skate. I don't know. I'm biased because like some of my favorite skaters right now, like Jamie Foy, and uh, uh, yeah, like Neen Williams, like a lot of that, like a lot of the Deathwish guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Deathwish didn't win. I think you guys got robbed. But that was uh, one hell of a king of the road. And mm-hmm. he popped up on one where it was a challenge. It was a day with Muska. It was so <laughs> dope. They had to dress like him and stuff. All fucked out. It was so cool. It was nice. bucks. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of, like, other defining events that, especially being out in the suburbs, oh, fuck, the Zoomies Couch Tour. Oh, good God, the Zoomies Couch Tour. (laughs) I wasn't even, like, born and raised in the suburbs, but, like, we went to the Zoomies. Like, we got a carpool, and we went from the south side all the way out to where the fuck was that, like, the Tweeter Center? Uh, I think it was Fox Valley Mall. Fox Valley Mall, okay, yeah. It was somewhere. Yeah, no, the Fox Valley Mall, and then the year that fun headlined, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) They fucking suck. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, back to the music stuff. Like, I, it was, junior high for me was Jimi Hendrix, and that's it. Jimi Hendrix? I don't have an explanation for it. That's weird. I know. Uh, But then, for some reason, freshman year happened, and I found out the like senior guy in the marching band that I wanted to impress because I thought he was cool. Cool skate guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was in the local ska band, so it's like uh, it's just this now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't know what ska is, we'll get into that in another episode later. But ska is a gift from the gods of music. Um, it was originally called two tone, and uh, it actually has a lot of rich history for uh, equal rights. And a lot of people want to shit on it because of bands that are in, like, the third wave try to capitalize on a sound movement when really it comes from something dope as hell. And to that we say, eat our nuts. Yep. Um, But, yeah, like, (laughs) it's, hey, are you in the marching band but still want to take a a, a crack at being cool? (laughs) (laughs) 
But Dude, uh, the marching band kids in my school fucked. Oh uh, yeah, it's marching bands very incestuous. I did not know that. Uh huh. They were uh, we, all banging each we, other. We pass each other around like something else. That's gross, man. I know. I never I release the spit valve. <laughs> release the spit valve. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh god, never lay it. it the carpets of like high school Ugh. band room floors. Ugh. Sheesh. And uh yeah, but no, the, it was very incestuous. But it was we started the scott band and we're like, hey, let's take a crack at you know in, impressing women that aren't in this room. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> when we played that show at the Congress, uh they had us warm up in the in the haunted basement. Yeah, the place which, is haunted as shit. Which that part was cool. Yeah. But um so they didn't really have any place for us to warm up, which is something you have to do with horns. So they had a swarm of the basement. So I had to like cut across the main floor with my saxophone mm-hmm. and a woman that I could only describe as goth lumpy space princess from Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw my horn and was like, are you in a ska band? <laughs> you were like, yep, this is why I'm here, baby. No, I'm here to cover Baker Street and get out of here. God damn it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the, the roommate I had in college that abused my saxophone skills? <laughs> <laughs> I can just admit, like, man... What weird shit did he make you do? He, so he was a, I'll give it to him. He's a good looking guy. You know who you are, bud. <laughs> uh, and so like he would, you know, he'd have chicks over a lot. Great. Cool. Good for you. Uh, the minute he found out I could play saxophone, he would uh, text me and be like 10 minutes. And 10 minutes later... He would expect me to stand outside of his bedroom door, saxophone in hand, and either play Careless Whisper or Baker Street. I was really hoping you were going to say Yakety Sax. Fuck, I should have done it. We're going to fuck to one song and one song only. (laughs) I should have done it. I just, yeah. (laughs) Getting real hot and heavy to the Benny Hill theme. (laughs) Which actually sounds pretty great. God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> oh babe we're gonna have the night of our lives <laughs> why are your balls chasing each other oh <laughs> uh, man but no after that I uh, after my ska days I was like what route do you take cause there's only so many routes you can take from ska uh, one of them is you keep doing ska all the way 100% mm-hmm. And that gets a little troublesome. Yeah. Because then you're Aaron Barrett. I don't know who that is. He's a lead singer of Real Big Fish. Oh, okay. I'm bad with names. I'm good with band names. Okay. Yeah, you become him. Oh. That's not so bad. He's doing well. Yeah, he's doing all right. Um, or you go with the route that uh, most of my band went, which was the jam band route. Big fucking fart noise on the jam bands. Yeah. I like them. They're hot right now, though. They're big. And that's the thing is, as a saxophone player, I, I could have done it, and things would have went well for me. It would have been fine. And I just, I was like, you know what? Sounds good. Sounds better than that. 
Getting sad. Getting sad. Yep. Now went just for sad sack punk rock. Sad sack punk rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, in recent news, the new Menzingers album, pretty fucking solid. Good stuff. Yeah. Go check it out. It's weird. Like I, I, I wrote something about this for a website, and uh, it was a good album that had that followed a really good album that had to make up for an okay album that followed an amazing album. Yeah, Rented World did not live up to the... It was fine. It was a good album. I mean, it's got some good songs on it, but it's not like one of those albums that you're like, no, I'm going to listen to this from front to back. Whereas the one before it on The Impossible Past. Yeah, amazing, to amazing record. Yeah. And then it had... So you had On The Impossible Past... Rented World, which again had one of the hardest jobs in the world of following up yeah. on the Impossible Past. Then you had After the Party to make up for that. Yeah, After the Party's a fucking amazing record. Yeah, but a lot of times when you when bands, especially bands like the Menzingers, like you're getting older, you still kind of do the punk rock thing. You don't know if that should be like, well, should this be the last album? Mm-hmm. But you don't see a lot of bands try to follow it once it's like, oh shit, we made a hit, and it's hard to follow. And I'm glad they kept going because that. The last two records have just been so good. Yeah. the And this one has a very heavy theme of like, yeah, I'm definitely in my late 20s, early 30s now. Yep. Just really leaning into it. When do you want to play the song by Bosley? Oh, uh, we can do that now. Oh, we're going to get into some Bosley Jr. Yeah. So this is uh, our friends Bosley Jr. out of, uh, I guess, uh, Union, Illinois. Yeah. They, uh, uh, you know, our, the guy Danny runs an amazing house show that we do all the time. Yeah, shout out to Danny. Hell yeah, Danny. We love you. Uh, Danny, Katie, the other Dan, the other guy whose name I'm blanking on. That's, I'm a bad friend. Way to go, Jake. Yep, here we go. So this is uh, off their new EP, No More. This is Sam and Joy. We will be right back. We'll be right back.
Yo. That was Bosley Jr. Jake, what's the name of that song? That is Sam and Joy by Bosley Jr. off the new EP, No More. Go check them out. We're going to be doing this, actually, for a lot of the episodes. We're going to take a little break. We're going to play some good tunes. Also, uh, this is I think this is a good time to plug it. Um, if you're in a band or if you're a musician or an artist or anything that you know you would like featured on a podcast, uh, give us you know give us a shout, man. Jake, give them that email. Yeah, it's uh, I think just dynamite nunchucks at gmail.com. Let me double check that because yeah. I don't pay attention to my own shit. That's fine. You're the only other one that created it. It is dynamite nunchucks <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. And then, uh, you know, Dynamite Nunchucks on Instagram. I think we're at DNPod on Twitter because they don't like long names. Yeah, they hate long stuff on Twitter. Fuck them. And then uh, the biggest thing, uh, I think we mentioned in the first episode, if you're in a band, if you're, you know, punk, rock, metal, hip-hop, fucking anything, really. Yeah. Hop on our social media and uh, click on the link to our music submission form. And we'll play your music on here. Basically, you send it in. If we dig the tune, it goes on the show and we plug the shit out of you. Yeah, we want we want to feature local artists because, I mean, Jake and I, we're both local comedians and we love getting the rub from anybody that lets us do comedy with them and we want to return the favor with music. Hell yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I talked about my music uh my my days in bands let's talk about yours okay you went a lot further than i did i i did um i was in i was in a couple bands in high school just with some friends and stuff like that and then something told me i was like well i like this i don't want to take it more seriously uh i played bass in almost every band i fucked around i was in a grindcore band for a little while where i played guitar and I don't even want to call it playing guitar because I was just masturbating. You just hitting it. Yeah, just fucking punching a guitar on stage for 48 <laughs> seconds for a couple different songs. But God, Chiropractors are going to cash in on those hardcore kids one day. Yeah, you get a bang over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was in a band called Ferrison. Um, shout out to uh, the couple people in the band that I still talk to that aren't dicks or weirdos. Um, we went... You know, we, we got to do a lot of cool things, man. Uh, we recorded a full-length album in Georgia for um, or with somebody that was in a band on Victory Records called With Blood Comes Cleansing. And um, we played the Metro and a couple other, you know, bigger shows. Got to go on the road here and there. It was just a good time, man. And I loved playing music, but it's not something that I would ever do again because it's so physically exhausting. It's why I like doing comedy now, man. You know, there was five other people in my band. And when you have to, you know, you got to rally the troops, it's kind of hard because someone might be drunk or high or sleeping or not there for some reason because they couldn't get a shift covered. And I just couldn't deal with that anymore. Uh, One dude that I still talk to that I was in Ferrison with, I was just hanging out with Joe Clombs. He's in a band called Mush and he's in another band called Droughts. Joe went on to do the best things uh, in music out of that band. Uh, he's an amazing musician. Uh, he plays bass and uh, sings for the band called Droughts. And um, he plays, I uh, believe he plays guitar for Mush. They're a great local Chicago band. Both are great bands. You should go check them out. I'll see if I can get some of their tunes in the pod soon. Um, but yeah, man, that was, uh, that was a big part of my life. And uh, now it's over, and I'm kind of glad it's over. <laughs> Except we do comedy and still get tired. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, we're tired while doing it. 
yeah, and it's you're tired from your jokes. You're tired from other comedians. Yeah, mostly other comedians. <laughs> Can I run this bit by you? Absolutely no. not. Can I give you a tag? I guess so. What's it say? Large, extra large? What's the tag? <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. You had some other friends that just put a record out recently. Yeah, man, the damn tracks. That record fucking rips. Yeah, man, 22 songs of punk rock joy. Uh, go check out the damn tracks' new album, uh, Second City is Burning. It's uh, These dudes, I met these guys through a mutual friend, um, I don't really talk to them anymore, but they're just good dudes. Uh, so shout out to Ant, Steve, and uh, Hayes. They're all fucking awesome. If you want a just a good three-piece. And the crazy thing is they're not even so much punk as they're just straight up fucking rock and roll mm-hmm. with like punk licks into it. And it's like, you know, trio meets Springsteen riffs meets... Just old rock and roll. A lot of people saying like early against me vibes. Very early, yeah. Some very early against me vibes in some songs. I got some reviver vibes on a couple of yeah. those songs. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. This is slowly going to turn into just a music podcast, which is kind of what we wanted to do. That's in the first fine. Place. No one, I go ahead and bitch about it. Watch me give a yeah. fuck. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't mean to like try to come full circle, but back around to what we were talking about with being an X Games redneck is like I'm in an age. I'm in my 30s now where my favorite skate video was on VHS, and I remember getting it. It was a white VHS tape. It was, it was rollerblading. It was for a company. It was a clothing and wheel company called Mind Game. Okay. And it was a video called Words. Words, chain, ask any rollerblader that's ages 23 to, oh, man, not, maybe not even that young, like maybe 26 to 35 Words changed the fucking game of rollerblading. Not only was the music hot, the the way that they put all the all the sections together and stuff like that. Everybody got two sections too because it was a smaller team, and they split it and it was theatrical and it was just fucking dope. It turned me on to a lot of cool music that I still listen. And that to was ba- that was back when like the tape meant everything. Oh, dude, the tape. Yeah, the white. I, I still remember getting just the the white VHS copy of Words, and it was still so fucking cool. You know what? I just thought of another thing, another signifier of the X Games redneck. What's that? Uh, you were subscribed to the CCS catalog. Oh, never boy. bought a goddamn thing from it. Oh, I bought a lot of shit from I, CCS, dude. I did not. I just I had the subscription. The time I pull it out at school and be like, yeah, I got the new CCS. Just circling shit with a sharpie, like I'm gonna buy this T-shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna get these fat Osiris shoes. <laughs> and this World Industries deck got boobs on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was hookups. Oh, that was hookups. That was hookups. Yeah. World Industry had the uh, the fire in the, the water. Yeah, the little fire dudes. Yeah, yeah. big big Willie. Yeah, that's it. Big that's Really, man. I had, a, I had a pair of those fat. Man, if you grew up in the 90s and early 2000s, remember fat skate shoes? Oh, boy. Just just the size of a pair of boots, but they were they were for skating. Just them fat, fat tongues. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, what, was your, what was your brand loyalty? Oh, Vans. Still to this day. I loved Vans, but when I strayed from the pact, uh, from the pack, <laughs> pact, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> when I strayed from the pack, I, uh, I tried skating DCs for a little while. Okay. The big fat DCs. I was a, uh, you know, Vans were like kind of the go-to, like, but if I did stray from that, I was a big Lakai fan. Ooh, Lakais are good. Those were good shoes. Uh, definitely had at least one pair of ES. Okay, yeah. 
And after, like, once Osiris started showing up, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Dude, I feel like Osiris, I don't mean to talk shit about a shoe brand, but goddamn, you guys made some of the ugliest fucking shoes I've ever seen. They're yeah. just dipped in ne- just neon douchebags that shopped at Hot Topic. And also, like, fuck off. You don't skate. You're wearing high top Osiruses that are, like, neon green and pink. You don't kickflip. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but, yeah, and then after that was uh, pretty much checkerboard van slip-ons, and that's it. Oh, oh you mean the kid that loved Scott had a pair of checkerboard vans? No yeah. fucking way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I feel like that is the root of a lot of my health issues. <laughs> no arch support as a kid. <laughs> No, man, Vans, Vans stepped up the game because they know that we're gonna, just going to keep wearing them till we get old. <laughs> Ortholite, Vans put Ortholites in all of their shoes because they're like, we know our demo now. <laughs> I don't know what the kids wear, but they're not wearing Vans. Definitely didn't back in my day. It was just a flat fucking shoe that I played ultimate frisbee in every day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> were, you, were, were you in the... Uh, frisbee sports Mm-mm. sect of folks i wasn't that like man that i feel like frisbee golf is more of a suburban thing because it very much was we didn't have like big open spaces where That's it was true. like if there was a park it was football field soccer field maybe a skate park um like roller hockey court tennis court and uh basketball court okay like it was very basic city park style mm-hmm. but uh, I got into it later in my life, like yeah. in my, I think I, I think my early twenties, I, I got a little bit into it. Yeah, my my town had two courses, and then we had you know all the parks that we played ultimate at, which I, we would do. We would play a few rounds of ultimate. The soccer kids would show up, and we'd have to fight the soccer kids. Oh, oh, you know what? My bad. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of frisbee golf. I mean, we did that too. We my town had the two adjacent towns to me had yeah. courses. And it was, you know, you got to, uh, the joke was you got to hole nine at the Shanahan course and smoked your nines on nine. Yeah. Um, and that actually, I think, is like a, they've had like tournaments and shit there. It's a good fucking course. Really? Last time I went there was in college. Uh, me and my buddy, we were, uh, it was a halfway stop on the way to Bloomington Normal for a Streetlight Manifesto show. Okay. Checks out for me. Yep. Uh, we, we get to the park, and this kid who apparently knew my brother was like, Hey, are you Jake? Like, yeah. He's like, This is for you. And just threw a pill bottle in the air. Jesus. <laughs> I caught it just full of keef. Oh, nice. That's a score. <laughs> and I'm like, Well, I have nothing to, to access this with. And then we get to, uh, sure enough, hole nine, and that same kid pops out of the bushes. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. And goes, you still got that keef I gave you? (laughs) Yeah. And then he was like, cool, let's mix it with my shit and and go. I was like, all right. And we got two stoned. Oh, yeah. Far two stoned. Uh, And I got to about hole 12. Lost my favorite mid-range. I had a beautiful, just like brand new Crow, which is by far the best Innova mid-range. Okay. <laughs> That's getting real inside baseball. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. I'm not that far in. The thing I'll say, like, if you ever want to, like, try 
frisbee golf, but you're like, I don't want to buy a bunch of shit. Just buy one mid-range and just use that for everything. Okay, yeah, I could see that. That'll get you by. You know what I was always really impressed by? Hmm. People would bring their dogs frisbee golfing. What a well-behaved dog. Oh, yeah. That dog's got to be running everywhere like, frisbee, 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 frisbee. <laughs> Just sitting at the tee like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what a great way to keep track of your frisbee. Just like <laughs> toss your frisbee, and then you're like, all right, the dog will find it. Yeah. We'll pick it up later. Exactly. But so I lost that thing. And then we were too stoned to find it. Yeah, that's usually... Uh, you probably didn't even throw it. You were so high. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just... Uh, my friend fully admitted, he was like, yeah, I gave up because the park was too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a real stoner move. Yeah. And so we just left and ate Chinese food until we had to go to the concert. Yeah. Oh, shit. One more thing uh, from my neck of the woods that really uh, seals in the redneck part of... Uh, X Games Redneck. Uh, I had the Chicagoland Speedway. Oh man! Pretty much in my backyard. Yeah, that racing. I love cars, and that's a that's a big part about being a redneck. It's like, man, you see this fast thing. Well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna make it faster somehow. Yeah. No, we. Uh, and my dad worked for some place that worked with them, so we got tickets to fucking everything. That rules. Which, like, I eventually, like, I got him to stop taking me to the NASCAR stuff because I fought a kid. It's, it's par for a NASCAR event. I told him I didn't want to go. So you just fought another child? Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. Uh, but they also had the just straight drag track and the dirt track for the demolition derby. Yes, dude. Demo fucking derbies are the shit. That is a big part about being an X Games right They had demo derbies. They had monster trucks. Yes. Motocross. Fucking ever, uh, but the the cool thing was they had that jet engine truck. Oh, I know what you're talking just about. Melt a goddamn car. Yeah, the the the, the truckosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make this big car that eats other cars. Yeah. So you know, drag race. You know, NHRA rally racing. Yeah. Good, good ass time. I love watching the amateur racing. Like you know, those guys are just three divorces in <laughs> to that race car. <laughs> and they're like, I'll get her back once I win the big one. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my Pinto here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like when guys buy cars and they're like, I'm going to turn this Nova into something special. Like, right. fucking no, you're not, man. <laughs> that is you, work at, you work at AutoZone. The only way you're making that shit fast is if you steal everything in this store and then put it back on the shelf on Monday for inventory. That is destined for the dirt track where it will die. Yeah. I don't know. Um, trying to think what else. I went to a demo derby once, and some dude crashed a car into the crowd. It was dope. That fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I heard people screaming like, ah! And then my like my older cousin. I have such a fucking weird family. Like my oldest cousin, that like I don't know, they're divorced now, so I don't talk to them. I guess he's not my cousin anymore, and he just goes, "Oh man, that shit's on fire." <laughs> Dude from inside the car just ran out, arms flailing, just threw his helmet off, thought he was on fire. He really wasn't. Real Ricky Bobby situation was dope. I just remember, like, my dad taking me and my brother to the NHRA stuff and just putting us behind one of those big, long dragsters mm -hmm. while they were testing shit out in, you know, in the pit. Yeah. 
and they fired up the engine while my brother and I were behind it, so we're catching all those hot fumes. Just deaf as shit. <laughs> deaf as shit, but essentially just breathing in jet fuel. Yeah. That's good for your little lungs. Uh, I went blind for about 45 seconds. Nice. Uh, my brother threw up. <laughs> and my dad laughed his ass off. Yeah, that's a good dad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're uh, wrapping it up here now. Um, I don't know. What, what do we got? Do we got a you got a jerk off of the week? Oh man, you got to give me a sec. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to think of a jag off of the week. I want to say coworkers, but I don't want to put that out there in the world. <laughs> I will say to the okay. No, I got one. Okay. I got one. The, the, this guy's been bugging me for a while. If you own a motorcycle in the city of Chicago. And it snows. Bring your motorcycles in, folks. This dipshit has a beautiful Harley on my block, and it's just covered in snow. And now, when we're trying to parallel park on the street, there's just a motorcycle, and I don't care. I've just been tapping my way in behind that fucking Harley. And yeah, if he's mad about it, bring that shit in. If you if you have enough money to own a motorcycle, get a garage space. Yeah, put it in a storage unit. First month's free. Not even like. If get the fuck out of my way. It's just like, why would you treat a motorcycle or like that? put it at the front of the alley. Yeah. Like, where you're not going to be... Just leave your motorcycle in the middle of the block where everybody's going to park whatever way, and that's not going to fit in there, right? Because people know, don't know how to parallel park. park. Yep. What about you? Uh, I don't know. Do I have a jerk-off of the week? Yeah, kind of. Uh... Actually, do I have a jerk off of the week? I don't know. I've been. Yeah, depression's my jerk off of the week. Oh, God. <laughs> Way to not be specific. No, my jerk off of the week is actually it's comedy related. If you're like an audience or you are, you show up to a bar where a show is happening, show got there first. Yeah. I like those people that walk in and they're just not aware of their surroundings. They're just like, oh, man, I'm going to drink out of dad's mouth. What's going on here? Like, <laughs> fuck you, man. I don't want to tolerate you. Like, be aware of your surroundings. Like, you would, like, if you see a band playing, you're going to be like, oh, man, there's a band going on up there. Like, what do you think is going on? A rally? If somebody's yeah. just up there with a microphone? Like, yeah. What kind of bar is this? Like, I did a, I did a uh, show uh, out in the sticks this past weekend and a, uh, I did about as well as you can do there. And then the comic after me, good friend of ours, uh, starts doing her thing, and this group walks in and just walking in like they own the place. Yeah, it's like a kid kicking over a toy train. And then, like, another person in the audience told them to shut the fuck up. Which which is the best feeling ever. Which is the anti-jerk-off of the week. Yeah. You rule. Yeah, shout-out to that guy. Yeah. And this person basically... Hey, shut the fuck up. We can't hear. And like, and literally the lady said out loud, loud enough for everyone to hear. Well, maybe you should listen better. Get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> what a terrible retort. Go back outside onto the highway and just stand in traffic. Yeah. Just stand there. That's all I can. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. And she just sits at the slots and is just rambling on to nobody. I love I love when you go to middle of nowhere and it's just these just 
deformed potato people just feeding money into a slot, eating chicken wings. Ugh. I will say the mac and cheese at this establishment. Choice. Nice. Um, yeah, I guess that's my jerk off of the week. Uh, another thing that I do want to do, though, uh, that I think we should try to do a little bit is... It's funny because I, I made a whole big deal about like deactivating all my social media to work on some projects, and I realized I needed it for this project. Mm-hmm. So here we are. But uh, one thing I want to do is like skater shout outs you know we watch a lot of skate clips on instagram and stuff oh yeah so i figure we'll shout some people out tag their instagram stuff in the episode details and you can go watch their clips man i really wish i would have prepared for this that's that's okay i this was a last minute choice for me too i actually want to give a shout out to uh fuck uh trey wood Who's already got plenty of followers, but um, dude had a real nasty spill at the X Games this year. Oh, yeah, when he fucking, his shoes came off? Yeah. Yeah. That was a rough one. And he was he was looking fine in practice with Burnquist. And then just right on the actual run, just slammed right into the lip. And got up and walked it off, which is concerning. Because it's like, okay, cool, you have shock. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, by the looks of Instagram, he's back at it. He's recovered, and he's fucking kicking an ass and, you know, making Big Vert big again. Yeah. It's not really that popular now, but Vert, Vert's going to have a comeback eventually. <laughs> I mean, man, shout out to, uh, shout out to, like, Jamie Foy. Jamie Foy just hucks himself like a rag doll. Yeah. Him and, uh, what's his name, Jaws. Jaws has had some of the gnar- most gnarly spills I think I've ever seen. And then from, uh, like, the world of rollerblading, like, man, Alex Broskow uh, is uh, one of the skate videos I really like where uh, he cracks his head open. Ooh. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty bad. What was that show on MTV that Jacoby from... Scarred? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm blanking on the band name, too. Papa Roach. <laughs> yeah, nothing says hardcore like Papa Roach. <laughs> I remember, like, I would watch that show religiously until I saw the episode where the dude hit a rail wrong and it had a jagged end and he cut his nutsack on it. Ooh. <laughs> and I stopped watching that show after that. Oh, yeah. Just one of your boys hanging out there. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much gives you a good foundation as to why this show is existing. So, uh, John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find my dumb shit on uh, Instagram at John, J-O-N, double underscore Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. You can also follow my, my weird um, parody account on Twitter. There was a alligator loose in the park across the street from my apartment this summer, so I made a Twitter that went viral, so check out at Park Gator, and uh, that's pretty much it. Where could they find you at, Jake? Uh, yeah, I'm also at double underscore on in, uh, Instagram, underscore, or Jake underscore underscore Brunig. Uh, I also write for a site called the Fancy Boys Club, fancyboysclub.com. I do like album reviews and dumb shit on there. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter too. 
put up there. Uh, shout out to uh, Karina Rahman for doing our logo. Yeah, thanks, Karina. Hell yeah. Uh, that, that's We needed one of those. Very cool. Go get tattooed by her. She's great. Yeah, she kicks ass. Also, thank you to Butchered for the theme song. Yeah, thanks, guys. And you'll hear more from them and a ton of more musicians and artists soon. So we will uh, see you next week. I'm Jake with John. Yo. Stay fucking rad. Stay rad. Hand movement in the mic. (laughs) Hand gestures.